Uh -huh. I figured this 30 minutes talking about this shit should be good. Yeah, no, that should be some light work. Uh, are you mm -hmm. ready, ready to get it going? Yeah, I'm straight, man. Uh, Wake your butt up! Wake up, Mr. West! Wake up, Mr. West! Mr. West! Mr. West! Mr. West! Ladies and gentlemen, this is low-key kind of an emergency episode because we had some shit planned for y'all and it was going to be kind of cool, but this shit here. <laughs> we recorded it and everything. That's what I'm saying. We recorded it. Thrown, thrown off way. Can you uh, introduce us? Yeah, no, that's what I was about to say. Uh, my name is Hobson Randall McCain III, if you didn't know. And my name is Kermit Ray Thomas Jr. Yep. And uh, this is Woken Restless. And, you know, like I said, we was going to talk about some regular, regular politic uh, you know, shit that normally yeah, everybody be talking about, but then some shit went down. <laughs> oh, man, Willie Will. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Willard. <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> the line has been crossed, and William will stand for it no longer. <laughs> Willard, Willard, man, he hit the hell out there, man. Yeah, nah. Will smacked the shit out Chris Rock yesterday, if y'all didn't know. Um, it was at the Oscars, on stage, right at the beginning, you know, relatively at the beginning. Um Oh, wait, was it at the beginning? Mm -mm. No, it wasn't at the beginning. Um, mm -mm. But it was right before Will got his award. But anyway, um, Chris made a joke about uh, Jada. He said something like, uh, I can't wait till the new G.I. Jane movie come out. If if you don't know, because I didn't, I, I'm not a big G.I. Jane fan, I guess. No um, one is. Yeah, it was a bad joke. It, like, it didn't hit that, that hard with the audience. Um, but Apparently, J.I. Jane is, uh, she has her head shaven. If you don't know, Jada Pickett-Smith has alopecia, um, which is an autoimmune disorder, which results in you losing your hair. Um, and it's something that she struggled with and been very, you know, publicly vocal about her struggles with um, the autoimmune disorder. Um, mm -hmm. So once this happened, uh, William or Williard, as he goes by nowadays, walked onto stage. Uh, very calmly, uh, very casually, and smacked the shit out of Chris Rock and then fixed his jacket and went and sat back down. And then he won an award for uh, Best Actor um, 10 minutes later. 10 minutes later, man. 10 minutes later, yeah. And that was his first one. You missed, oh, you missed, the, he said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he sat back down. So, and yeah, he said, keep my wife's name out your mouth. And then Chris Rock was like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. And then Will Smith said again, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Um, it was the greatest Oscars I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I don't, I don't watch, but I'm sure it was better than every other one. It was amazing. It was amazing. Also, like, um, for a number of different reasons. One, I don't think Chris Rock is really that funny. But two, I think it, I felt, I thought it was um, incredible that Willard 
just handle his business in a way that I, I, I don't really know how to describe it. So, so I'll I, I run it back. I saw that video. I was, I was, I was. I think I heard about it. How most people heard about it. Actually, I'm hearing how a lot of people heard about it. We didn't. We weren't watching, but no. like Twitter went crazy. And if you had a friend who was on Twitter, then your group chat went crazy. And so what happened was my phone lit up, and my nigga said, "Did Will Smith just slap the shit out of, out of Chris Rock on stage?" And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, no, at the Oscars, this has to be fake. This can't be real. <laughs> uh, which I think is hilarious because I think we all saw the same shit, but all of us reacted the same way, which was just like not believing what we were seeing. Everybody saw this man slap Chris Rock and was like, nah, that ain't, <laughs> that's not what. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, like Lupita was sitting right behind Will and even she, like, being there looked like she was thinking the same thing we was thinking it was like no that didn't just happen that way um but it did happen he made a gi jane joke and will smith went up there and smacked him in the mouth which i still think is an inc- it, like it, it speaks volumes about how will smith sees the world that he smacks people in their face uh when they disrespect him uh but or disrespect his family but he smacked him in the mouth, returned to his seat, told him to keep his wife's name out of his mouth. Had had this nigga, had this nigga Chris Rock shook. Like Chris Rock was so shook that this nigga started narrating what happened. Chris Rock was like, Will Smith just just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> like, like it was to make sure that shit happened for himself. I'm talking about like it was an episode of Everybody Hates Chris. Like, <laughs> like you know, I'm just standing there and Will Smith slapped shit out of me. Um, uh, man, so Chris Rock there race it. Will Smith returned to his seat. Chris Rock says, keep my wife's name out your I mean, Will Smith says, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Chris Rock agrees. <laughs> Finishes the category, uh, which I don't know what the category was. I do know that Questlove and and four white guys won. That, that, was how, that was how Chris Rock did it. He said, Questlove and four white guys won the Oscar. Mm. And what was bewildering to me, still to this moment, he sat there and finished the show, accepted his award, walked back on stage, thanked the Academy, apologized for making a scene to everybody but Chris Rock, and went to the party afterwards. Um, Took some fire pictures too. Might be the greatest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like <laughs> as I figure out what I want to do with my life, I, I feel I feel like it's that. I feel like it's be at the point in life where I can slap a nigga in a white dominated space and, and know that white folks are sitting around trying to figure out how to adjust to me. Like they're like, damn. How I know, I, you know how many motherfuckers was like in the back room? Like, can we ask him to leave? And I think that's amazing, man. I think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, um, I generally agree. Um, I, I thought, um, I thought the situation was unexpected, 
um, like we had just got done recording when I saw it. And, you know, honestly, my first thought was, God damn, we just got done recording. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, great. Did you see that Will Smith smacked the fuck out Chris Rock? This can't mm-hmm. be real. Like, I thought it was something that was staged. Um, but then I seen, you know, like you said, when uh, Will, they show Will Smith in uh, some of the international broadcasts. Um, they show Will Smith saying, keep my wife's name out your mouth. I mean, you can mm-hmm. see on his face that Will Smith was 100% super duper serious. Um, and the coolest thing about everything to me was that not only did he, you know, walk up and just smack this, you know, he walked up in front of everybody, smacked him in his face. Uh, but the fluidity with which he turned around, um, like with the smack, like you can see he threw his little hip into the smack and it continued with that motion into his jacket fix and turnaround and was not worried at all about the fact that Chris Rock could potentially be upset that you just smacked him in the face um, because he's Will Smith and this is the Oscars and I'm going to get best, best actor. So what are you going to do? But, you know, um, let's talk about the merits of it. Was he right or wrong? Oh, dude. Oh, my fault. I don't give a shit. I thought she was cool as much. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like I had this argument uh with a couple people today. I can't tell you I wouldn't have did the same shit. Like, like that's that's what people don't be like, I guess, really getting. Like you until we start having a conversation for real about what it looks like to really not treat black women a certain way, then when Men around those black women are adjusting to actually being accountable and standing up for the black women in their spaces. This is what this shit gonna look like. And so I don't. Could Will Smith have walked up there, taken the mic, and said, "My wife has alopecia," and Chris, that's not an okay joke. I'm gonna give you this mic back, but keep my wife's name out your mouth. Absolutely. Is that what he did? No, he slapped him. And it told him to keep his wife name. Either either one of those scenarios works for me. Like, if I'm good either way. Like, I just feel like, I feel like it needed to happen. And if 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 I was worth four hundred million dollars, and I was in the front row at the Oscars, and I knew just to the stairs, like, <laughs> and I knew that these niggas, like like, were gonna allow me to finish my night, I like that nigga. That nigga disrupted their show and said, "I'm not done." And if I had that type of, if I had that type of clout, bro, I can't tell you that I wouldn't be the same shit. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you feel, but yeah. In, no, in terms of the wrong or right shit, I just don't care. I don't care either way. Yeah, no. Nah, so um, I've had this comment. Do I? I don't think it was wrong. Like I, I really don't think it was wrong. I'm not gonna say it was definitively right. Um, but to your point, I think that Will Smith, uh, as a man and as a human being made a decision that, you know, last night. And his decision was, it was either a gamble or a decision, right? His gamble was either that these people love me enough to not kick me out, or I really don't give a fuck what happens. Mm-hmm. And as a man and as a human being, I understand that decision. You know, like everybody has a point where they're just like, all right, whatever you've done, I just don't really care too much 
about what's going to happen after this. I just know that what you, what you just did needs some sort of consequence. Yeah. And I think that people are negating the fact that Will Smith could have smacked him and then stood there and waited. You know, he could have smacked there, smacked him and then stood there and looked at him. He could have punched him in the face. He could have, you know, he could have went up there and tackled him. He smacked him, went, came and sat back down. Like you said, could it have been handled differently? Yeah, probably. But Will Smith decided that's not how he wanted to do things tonight. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, that's his so, choice. I, yeah, like, he's, he's a grown adult. Like, if he wanted, if he wanted to smack somebody, who am I to tell him, don't smack somebody? No, on the same hand, and I've been very adamant about this, if Chris Rock decided to press charges and, like, take it to court, Will Smith would have had to deal with that. You know, like, I'm not going to be here and be on some, like, free Will Smith, uh, anything like that. Uh, I'm going to be like, that shit was kind of fire. <laughs> um, but, you know, you did smack him, Will. You did smack him. But Chris Rock, man, pressing no charges. The man got his award. I don't understand. I don't understand why the Black community is so pressed about it, right? And I don't understand why there's this divide in the Black community about whether or not... Yeah, like whether or not we should it's be riding for Will. And I'm like, hey, God. man, it was so funny last night. Me and me and the homies was having this conversation, and we all were just like, we was all gassed up. It was a little echo chamber, bro. It's we in a group chat. We like, hell yeah, Will, like this shit is fantastic. Then we we all did at the same time to slide over and have a conversation with the fam, and everybody's mama and dad was like. I can't believe this nigga would disrespect us like this. <laughs> like, like, and we all we all came back like, yo, wait, hold up. Oh, <laughs> are black people not happy? Like, you know I thought we did something here, man. They were not feeling it, man, at all. It was so uh, funny because I, I heard an argument that um, this is going to like set black people back and like now they're not going to have no more black people uh, hosting the Oscars or, you know, like the next, now the next time uh, a comedian is hosting the Oscars and he makes a joke about somebody that's black, they're going to be worried that he's going to come up on stage and, you know, what they say is soldier. Um One, it's not a soap because Chris, Chris Rock not pressing charges, so he's not charged. He's not guilty of nothing. Um, so it's not a soap technically. But um, two, I just don't think, like, I just don't think that's true, right? Like, I think that Will Smith being who he is has done enough for not only the Black community, but for the movie industry and the film industry to where I think he made a cost-benefit analysis. Like I said, like, I think he knew that even if Chris Rock did press charges, I got 400 mil in the bank. Like, you know, we are we going to settle this? Or are you going to, you know, make me bail myself out of jail? You know, like, that's that's where the decision was for him. Um, I don't think that regular people, like, uh, I've seen a lot of comedians talking about now, every time we go to a, go to a comedy club, we're going to be worried about people coming up on the stage and smacking us. And I'm like, bro, one, everybody's not Will Smith. Like, you know, everybody can't afford to just smack somebody and any sort of, you know, financial consequences or any of that, not really be too stressed about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not stuff that he really is super stressed about. Uh, I will say the only thing that uh, potentially could have been stressful was the fact that it was in a white space and that white people seeing a black man do something that um, doesn't align with what they perceive as like 
appropriate behavior, uh, you know, tend to get black people in trouble. But again, the fact that Will Smith did that, sat down and then the white people gave him an award shows how much this nigga Will has done in the industry. Like he has clout, like he has the weight to do that. I don't think everybody has that. And I don't think that like regular comedians are gonna have the the history or uh, realistically the opportunity to to make anybody that upset. Like that that's a normal person, right? Um, mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't see that being a reality. Them niggas gotta tell better jokes, bro. <laughs> like that shit just wasn't funny, bro. Like I just like I don't see most of the people in the crowd didn't even think the shit was funny. It, it was half the half the crowd was like, like shit wasn't right, funny, I, bro. The the first thing I saw was the smack, and then I I rewatched it and like saw the full the altercation, and I literally asked, I was like, yeah, I don't get it. Like you know, like what's the joke? <laughs> you know, why was this? Why was that funny? Um, yeah, because then, you know, then I, I seen the poster and I was like, okay, well that's just, that's kind of that's fucked up. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's not cool. Uh, she wasn't funny at all, and, that, and that's that's the conversation about comedians that we tend to get into that really bothers me. The only time niggas really start having them conversations about like comedian, like the freedom of comedy and how we don't need to like. Uh, control what comedians say and how folks respond to it. Like people need to learn how to take. That's the only time they start saying shit like that when the joke is not funny. When it's not funny, that's when they really want to have this conversation about uh, letting comedians just like we can't we can't censor this space because if we censor this space, we lose. I, I think some tweets talking about we lose America. We lose like what's what's like good about society. Like hello, bro, do you see us? This this shit ain't. This shit ain't popping off out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? And y'all niggas, to be real, y'all niggas really don't even be that funny, bro. Like, if we have to have a conversation with you about some shit that you said that was sideways, if if, if, you're, if the response you are getting back to to a joke that you made, and it's so interesting now that I'm thinking, I, I could really do a whole think piece on, on comedy as a whole, but the, 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 the questions that people have about those jokes, they're typically... Singular for larger, like widespread community, they're typically singular pieces of an entire project that was, if not the least funny part of their project, mid tier. It was not that good in the first place. Dave Chappelle out here fighting to tell jokes about trans people, nigga. That was the worst part of the whole special. Like, there's all this other shit you did that was actually funny, and then you walked into like transphobia, and now I'm sitting here like, all right, bro, this shit kind of whack, right? Uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock can be. I don't think he's funny, but I'm sure the motherfuckers think he's funny. You, we gonna make a, a joke about the the black woman with alopecia, and, and and you gonna act like niggas supposed to just ride with this shit? wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. And so and so now we sitting here having a conversation about you getting slapped in the mouth, and really the onus is on you, bro. Make funnier jokes. Don't don't phone it in. If you see some shit, take a minute, <laughs> process it. Say, is this going to be funny enough for the person I'm talking about to really laugh at the joke? If the answer is no, don't say that shit. It's that simple. It's that simple. I don't, I don't know why we try to make this shit complicated. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, uh, That's another thing that confused me was everybody coming to Chris Rock's defense. And I was like, bro, I mean, what, was there some, that was something that I feel like Chris Rock was funny in. Um, and it it was everybody hates Chris. He narrated everybody hates Chris. I think that's about that, and I think about, ever, and I think about Madagascar. I know he was the zebra, but 
Marty wasn't even the funniest part of the Madagascar movie. Uh, Melvin was. So, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know what, um, what value Chris Rock is bringing that's making folks stand up for him in this way. Um, Bro, the funniest skit Chris Rock has ever done uh, is when Michael Scott impersonated that nigga on off. That's the funniest shit. That, that's and, and, the funniest shit Chris Rock has given me in my life. Like I promise. And 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 I made that point in the in the podcast before, and I was like, in a lot of ways, Chris Rock makes his comedy making fun of black. People. Like it's it's just like being a caricature of what white people expect of black people. Um, mm-hmm. And like the office was literally making fun of that, you know, like it was mm-hmm. making fun of the fact that white people get a kick out of Chris Rock explaining the difference between niggas, you know, like niggas, you don't explain the difference between, uh, like, I'm trying to think of niggas too. Yeah, like you don't like uh, you don't explain that difference to people who's in the community, right? Like you, ex- mm-hmm. you're making that joke for the white people, mm-hmm. you know. So. Um, you know, and it's like if you want, if that's how you want to make your money, that's how you want to make your money. But at the same time, as a black person, I'm not about to sit here and um, you know go to bat for you, especially when we're lining you up against somebody like Will Smith, who had. I mean, and if we're if we're just looking at movies, right? Like, let's not even look at the philanthropic things his family and his kids are doing. But let's just look at like the movies that he's participated in, the stories of black heroes that he's told in in you know through film um mm-hmm. you know like I, those are legitimate contributions um and we're really going to condemn him because he got upset over a bad joke that was yeah. ill-timed and inappropriate like that's what we're going to condemn him over i just don't understand yeah niggas i mean don't i think the process of like oh like i mean i feel like i said that earlier but the process of becoming a better man is dealing with expectations of uh, expectations of like what what masculinity is and how to exert that masculinity in certain ways that, that like accomplish your goal. Um, I think we all experience that. I think we're we're all constantly battling uh, when we're being introspective. I think we're all constantly battling how do I handle these situations and occupy the space that I'm supposed to occupy. Uh, protect my partner, protect my kids, protect whoever. Uh, does it require violence for me in this moment? And sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I just ain't gonna knock a nigga for what is a noble cause. Like that's not that's not where I where I hid in that frame. Uh, because your um, your actions at that point, you know, they vary. I I I tell you a couple things that got me annoyed about this shit though. To your point, black folks was wilding. White women were wild, like well, white people. White people were wild, but specifically the the like congruence of like black men and white women constantly calling this shit like toxic masculinity was bewildering to me. Like, like I was like, clearly y'all niggas don't know what that shit means. And uh, then also like the disappointment of like white men. White men expressed sincere disappointment in Will Smith as if this nigga had killed somebody. <laughs> Um, and so I thought that was just like, like I thought that shit was just so interesting. Um, and then uh, additionally, I think what bothered me about all of this is that this 
it's one of those things where I, I feel like, and you, you can definitely check me if you feel like I'm, I'm off base, but this is one of those things where I don't even feel like it was the slap that was the big deal, right? I, I, it's one of those things where I, I recognize that for what it is. That is a, uh, like I said, that's a reality for men, not just black men, that's a reality for men, right? Dealing with the expectations of masculinity and how to express those things, right? Uh, often when people, like I said, they, don't, they, they, they can't know what toxic masculinity is because I, it's not that masculinity is, an, is the issue, right? Masculinity is not something you can rid yourself of, right? Like, like at least in, in the sense that I'm talking about it right now, you can't rid yourself of male privilege. You can't rid yourself of dominating a space as a man. What you, you, what you do is figure out how to shift this towards um, not demoralizing others and also using that privilege to not just not demoralizing, but also using that privilege to uplift others, right? I think what's, what's been very interesting about today uh, in this conversation specifically is that I've watched so many folks kind of ignore the fact that like if a white man had done this, I don't think it would be an issue, but not because of him being, not, not even not an issue, but not the same type of issue, but not because of him being a white man, but because in this, in this breakdown, I'm assuming that the person he would be protecting would be a white woman. Yeah. And I think, I think that like wholly matters in this discourse. Her being a black woman, her being a black woman that is Jada Pinkett Smith, is the reason that this shit is ridiculous to people, right? One, you went out of your way to defend a black woman, but secondly, you went out of the way to defend a black woman who is outspoken, right? A black woman who is sexually promiscuous, right? A black woman who is um, open about her own flaws and also your flaws as her partner. Like, she don't deserve none of this shit, nigga. And I think that's the like, that's the space that I've seen people be in all day. Which is just like how how dare this nigga go out of his way to protect this hoe, and that shit really bothers me, bro. Like I can't, I don't think I can put into context how much that bothers. I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody say um, this. Uh, he should have been slapping August Alcina, August mm-hmm. Alcina, and I'm like, bro, like that really shows how little you paid attention. To like what they've been saying, you know, like you obviously watched the clip that said, um, "What what did Jada say?" We we had a, 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 a it was like entanglement. A, entanglement, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. There was an entanglement. So you saw you saw the entanglement clip, but you didn't see the clip that they was talking that her and Will had separated. You didn't see yeah. the clip that talked about Will was being uh, uh, unfaithful in their relationship and during that time you know mm-hmm. like we're, we're, we're acting like this this august alcina situation was like a one-sided jada fucked august and will knew about it and said i don't care yeah. like that that's 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 what we're pretending the situation is like and i'm just like pretend also delusional shit bro. there's <laughs> documented video recordings of these people giving their firsthand account, the same firsthand account you're talking about with the entanglement shit. In that same video, they explain all the shit that makes you sound stupid as fuck right now. You know, like, 
And I just, it, it frustrates me to no end because most of the people who are bringing that up are black men. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. I will say there's a, there's a few black women who are, who are jumping in on it as well. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. pretend like it's just black, uh, black men. Um, like, there's like a, a 40% of the black community is just on some like, uh, this nigga shouldn't have, he, he should have slapped August. I can't believe he didn't slap August when, uh, and Chris Rock just made a joke. Like, and I think, what I think is so funny about that for, for real, like I have, I have, I've had a m- bunch of conversations about this too today, right? A couple of things. One, I don't know that he didn't slap August because I only know what they shared with me, right? Uh, and what they shared with me is that they're fine, right? Which is which is which is really what matters, right? Like, like I, we we did an episode about this, right? Where they said they're good. So why the fuck do I care anymore? But the way that this ignited folks, black folks, to be dismissive of these two people in a way that like just speaks to motherfuckers and not liking them, right? Like, and I think that's what's so interesting about like these caricatures of black love, like. Uh, the way that we view Black love in, in, in the context of, that we want to view it has to work a specific way. A man meets a woman, they enter into a monogamous relationship, and then the man remains like, how do I put this? The, it's, it's very difficult to, to kind of break down, actually. I, I don't want to say anything because I want to have my words straight before I say it. But when I look at, I'll use two celebrity couples as an example because it poses the 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 like, the dichotomy of it poses a huge question to me. Like we, the, the, the vitriol and hate that niggas like Will and, Will and Jada receive for being in an open relationship, for being open about, about the flaws that they have within that relationship, for, for being like considerably like, yo, like this is how we live life, we're happy together. Like motherfuckers hate on it. They say, no, I can't believe you let this bitch hurt you, Will. Like that shit's fucking crazy. Then you slide over to the other end of the spectrum, which is like Russell and Sierra. And these niggas just love each other how y'all talk about motherfuckers need to love each other. And they hate them niggas too, right? Yep. <laughs> they like, yo, I can't believe this nigga Russell out here bending over backwards for some hoe. Like, you feel me? Like, it'd be mind-boggling to me that, that like, what, what the common denominator is, for real, for real, is that y'all just don't like men who give their women a place in their lives that's not behind them. That's the common denominator. Uh, and so and so when we having these conversations about what like what this means for Will uh, in this moment, there was there was two ways to take this. As as a nigga, I'm not even talking about for me, I'm saying as a nigga who had an issue with uh with, with Will in the first place because of all this shit that went now August out awesome, you called this man a bitch. You said he sat there, he took some shit that was tight wild, which is his woman having sex with another man, there was no way, like, there was no way we'll deserve some shit like that because of everything that he had given her, right? That's what you said. So now this nigga on live, uh, on live, what is that, broadcast airwaves, this nigga has decided that not only is he going to check some nigga on broadcast, but he's going to sit down, handle his business, still receive a prestigious award for his job, and then go out and party. And y'all niggas still disappointed? He did the non-bitch shit. There ain't no winner for the second prize. There ain't no winner. So once again, what it rolls back to is y'all just have a problem with the fact that he's connected to her. That's what it is. It don't, it don't have shit to do with it's her and like how she isn't the type of woman that you want her to be. 
in order to receive a man of this caliber, quote unquote, whatever. Like that's fucking crazy. That's right, insane yeah. to me. No, this, this shit absolutely blows my mind. Like I had a, a whole conversation at, about the fact that every, especially in the black community, it shows that like we don't know, or maybe we don't have enough examples of what, like at least in the public sphere, of what black a black family that like you know respect each other's opinions and. Uh, you know, the, the, the wife and the man are on the same playing field, the kids' opinions, they can speak and voice themselves without being like, you know, pushed down or invalidated. All of these things are apparently so foreign to people that Will Smith and Jada doing them, like offends them and it makes them upset mm-hmm. about it. Um, mm-hmm. And to me, you know, whether, whether you like, I think there's one thing to say, this is that's not your family. So like you can no ain't nobody telling you how to raise your family. You know, like yeah. raise your family how the fuck you want to raise your family. Will Smith's not saying you got to do it how I'm doing it. He's just saying this is how I do it. And this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is why our family works this way, is to make people feel heard and validated, right? You know, like that's why we do this. I'm not yeah. saying you gotta do anything. But the like the fact that you see him acknowledging other people as valid and it bothers you. It's like, nigga, do you, there has to be some sort of trauma that you went through or like you feel that your voice wasn't heard or you don't want other people's voice to be heard. Like there's a lot going on there that needs to be deconstructed and broken down. You know, like that, that's like a, some real, like you got some deep, uh, like ingrained white supremacy, patriarchal, like you got all of that just built into you so deep that somebody who, it, I'm not even gonna say he's brave enough. It's like he just like he he listens to his family. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know. like it's just he's just he's being a good. He tried he tried his best to be a good father and a good husband. Um, I, I guess aside from all the cheating shit, because that was a thing, and we you know, but they've acknowledged that. But he's been he's we've been working on that, right? Like that's what the whole red table talk and all that is about. Is that it's about the Smith family working towards being the people in the family that they want to be. Mm-hmm. Which is a work in fucking progress. Yeah, it's a and work think, in fucking progress. Like, I, I, I think that shit is, I think that shit is sad, man. I do, I just, you know, it, it, how we have to figure out how to come together as a community and handle these problems. Like, you know, you, you know we, we've had this conversation before. I think a lot of it, is based in massage noir, like right. I think, I think the 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 principal idea of coming together as a community is like all the ways are wrapped around. As a, as as an example, even this situation. What I've been having conversations with folks all day about, like black on black violence and black folks disrupting the community. And what I'm noticing is what I noticed was that like and this is a correction I was making consistently, was that like, they kept identifying the violence as the two men that got into a tangle, but not the black woman that was like disrespected in front of white people, right? Like they skipped over that part to get to how dare we do this to our community in front of white folks. And I think that speaks to how we view so much of what it means to be a community. Our community is is, is devoid of, or not devoid, but is void of um, like, the uh, the like uh, what's the word I'm looking for camaraderie is not the word but the 
encompassing the kind of collectiveness, collectiveness of, of yeah. women, yeah, of women, of 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 gay folks, of uh, trans folks, like those are people we don't care about. Them. They're not. That's not the community. The community within itself is how do cisgender straight black men exist and thrive here without disrupting each other, while making sure that other people are like in commune to support us and it, it rears its head in spaces like this or in conversations like this because as we were just discussing there is no showcasing of um that type of thriving happening off the basis of two people working together to accomplish a goal and one of them not leading the other or like them coexisting in a way that like uh builds some space for their lived experience to grow and like still be in love and one of them not to be challenged and us not to be talking about fucking alpha males and beta males and alpha women and like the 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 the, like the way that that shit just kind of disrupts you put it in place to disrupt a a good thing to me is what is what's bothersome because by every metric of what you consider to be success in this society the shit y'all claim y'all 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 going for the family, the money, the status, all that shit, them niggas got that shit times 12. So you, you should only be looking at them and saying, yo, I'm, I'm hoping to get there. But instead, you're constantly looking at them and berating them for not being the, the kind of idealistic white supremacist structure that you've been told is supposed to exist. Even though, even though like, bro, I've been having conversations with people today who divorced who who done who done like been like uh who have uh committed infidelity in their own spaces who who have left their children who have done all types of wild shit and are sitting here like I can't believe that hoe would treat that man like that and he would allow her to do shit. like nigga are you serious? Right. This shit is, <laughs> this shit is like, absolutely like, like your your marriage not working because you're not putting in work. Nigga, do you know what happened to you? Like like what we both did. That shit like, is wild. I know you, nigga. Like I know you. <laughs> like I'm your friend, bro. Like you <laughs> me. I was there. Right, and, and what, what? Yeah, and what? What really blows me is like uh, Chris Rock made a whole documentary about black women's hair. Yeah, he made a he made a whole documentary about about, about black women's hair, and um, so he like for him to say like he didn't know or like. You know, nigga. Like, you know, <laughs> nigga. You one. It's yeah. not just about the fact that it's her hair, but she has alopecia. It's it's about mm-hmm. the fact that black women's hair is all. It's the subject of scrutiny, uh, not just from white people, but within our own community, from other, you know, mm-hmm. from from women who are, you know, who are colorists, from black men who uh, only like who are colorists and only like light skins and don't like coarse hair. You know, like there's a yeah. lot of different angles that women, black women's hair is attacked from. Um, and so for, for Jada to be dealing with something like alopecia and to have to hear that in, in such a public setting and for Will to have to have heard all of her struggles and had to be with her through all of, all of those struggles and support her through that and experience the pain that she's gone through while dealing with this, yeah, I mean, like, I feel him. I feel him. So, thousand um, percent. The the a couple a couple things before we hop off. Um, I think y'all are tripping about the laugh. I think that's how black folks process what we're gonna do in a moment. I can't imagine 
Uh, I can't like even quantify how many times that I've been somewhere and somebody has made me uncomfortable and I laugh first as I'm processing whether or not I'm gonna fuck them up. Um, and then th- there was another point I wanted to make, but I actually slipped my mind. But yeah, that, that the the way folks keep e- acknowledging that he laughed first as if that signifies that the joke was funny, like or like he wasn't laughing know. at the joke that happened before. Like he he was laughing at the original joke that was happened then chris rock said the wild shit then the camera turned and i we didn't we never see any interaction between like you i don't i don't even think you see will look over at jada so everybody who's talking about jada jada nudged him will didn't do nothing until he saw jada was upset y'all are all just talking out your ass that's all you're doing because we didn't see that like we we saw will was laughing like you said and it was a joke that wasn't funny i saw you made a post about it's not uncommon to see uh, courtesy laughter at, at a, a award <laughs> ceremony where somebody isn't funny. Like that happens. So especially for me, like I didn't get the joke initially. So if I was sitting in the crowd, I would have been courtesy laughing because I've been like, I don't know what the fuck this nigga talking about. You know, like that shit don't make no sense to me. So G.I. Yeah, Jane. Like, yeah, like who the fuck is G.I. Jane? Like when the last time a G.I. Jane movie came out? But, I think, um, yeah, no, nah, I think, I think niggas that, that you gotta you you are attempting to be cognitively dissonant but i do think also that one of the one of the most attractive things that i've ever witnessed is jada pinkett smith roll her eyes and sit there as her man goes up to like handle a disrespectful moment that she has experienced and continue to sit there as he comes to sit down. Like I watched the the like videos that people took from the from the gallery or from the state uh, from the uh, arena, like during commercial break. She sat in that same spot, right? Like she just sat there. Uh, Will gets up. Will goes to do things. She remains seated. Denzel comes over her. He's talking to her. She remains seated. Will wins his Oscar, and she's looking at that nigga like she couldn't be prouder. And I'm like, yo, the space you got to be in to watch a nigga slap a man and be like, like for you, like, you know, in your honor. And be like, yeah, you know, that's how, that's just how we do. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden tweeted, um, I think he, tw- he tweeted some shit like, and that's how it's done around here, some shit like that. Yep, that's how we and do I was it. like, yo, I was like, yo, these niggas are on one tonight. And right. I, I, nigga, I was standing all fucking day. I was like, yo, this shit is fucking I like, fantastic. I was like, nigga, if, if I ever got to smack somebody on national television, that's how I want my family to react. <laughs> I need I need a tweet from my son. I need the pictures afterwards with my wife smiling. You know, like, I need all of that. So uh, what? Be proud of me, babe. I understand. Uh, <laughs> like, even even though they about to write think pieces tomorrow, be proud of me right now, bro. Um, what we'll say, man. You know, swallow uh, your pride. Don't let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. <laughs> don't do it to him. Don't do it to him. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Hey, Good man. Stuff, man. Y'all, if y'all like this episode, um, or if you disagree with us in any way, you know, make it known. Drop a comment, um, like the episode, share it with a couple friends, um, and, and most of all, rate us five stars. Um, you can find us on any streaming platform that has podcasts. Uh, and we love y'all and we appreciate y'all. 
We team well over this way. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay ready. Peace.